ReZero Season 2. We kind of took a while to get into this one, so much so that we kind of joked with one another that we had forgotten as much as the characters did at the beginning of this season. And uh, frankly, we see how well it's rated online, and we may or may not agree with that. So we're going to be talking about that show today, along with some good anime news per usual. Uh, So let's just get right into that. Welcome back to the I Married a Wee podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast um, that hasn't really watched anything current, so we're going to keep talking about older seasons. Uh, hey, are you new here? Hi, my name's Tom. Been watching anime for a while, and I was in college. This cute girl was like, well, what's anime all about? <laughs> Little did she know what was about to go down. Well, now we're married, and we talk about it on this here podcast. As a matter of fact, she's right here. Hey, what's your name? I'm Danielle. Danielle, that's right. Voted the five-time top host of this podcast we like her a lot and the numbers don't lie you know what i mean <laughs> if you do end up liking what you're listening to please give us a follow and rate us on whatever it is that you're uh, listening to us on that would help us out a lot i think probably who knows right and if you got an instagram you should check us out on there i married a wee pod on instagram one post a week at least uh to reflect the one episode a week that's every monday we talk about you know who what where when and why on anything random that we just actually have time to watch. I think Detective Pikachu is going to be coming in soon, and we're going to talk about why Pikachu has been at the center of our life here in just a moment. On that Instagram, you can also find a link to our Discord, where we just have a nice little growing community of friends that uh, talk about anime, manga, show off some of their figures and things that they buy, just talk about shows, uh, current and old, and honestly, it's just a bunch of good people. So if you're good people, well, then I think it's about time you join up. You know what I'm saying? If you don't got an Instagram and you want access to that, it's in the description of this here episode. And we can't wait to meet you. So appreciate that. Uh, Are you not new here, by the way? Don't worry. It seems like I always forget about you guys, but I don't. Can't thank you enough for yet another episode in the books. This one's going to be interesting. I'll tell you that much. You know how sometimes things are popular around here and we don't don't love it as much as everyone else. Well, uh, spoiler alert. It's going to be a little bit of that today, I think. Still good. But yeah, we'll talk about that. Danielle, how are you? Um, I'm doing good. Had a good day today. Pumpkin patch. It was cold. Cold out, but that's fall for you, baby. Yeah, we went, uh, we went on the day that this was supposed to come out Monday. But the reason why we didn't record earlier is because we had a festivious weekend. Oh, yes. Very festivious. Very good. Yeah. And then the local farm that we go to. Like every farm around here, it's apples and it's pumpkins. Luckily, my my wife here has gone ultra mom and has been just treating us to a lot of stuff. And so we bought a half pack of apples. I know it's not normally what we say around here either, but fun fact for you, a half a pack is about five to six pounds in apple, mm-hmm. uh, which we need because you're going to be making some homemade applesauce. I am. I'm stoked on it. Not sure if I should make cinnamon applesauce or just regular and we could add cinnamon. Maybe do a little bit of both. Ooh, yeah. Being able to add it later kind of just gives you the, the option. Yeah. But uh, sky's the limit. And the recipe calls for the skins to be kept on for a more depth of uh, texture. So gives we'll you s- more fiber too, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's, yeah, we're all the good stuff. We need fiber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then my friend, you love cranberry juice. She just told me about a homemade canned cranberry juice recipe that I can do. So kind of stoked about that. That's right. Because I don't want no 
cranberry cocktail. I want straight up cranberry. <laughs> we did get some actual cranberry juice from, was that Trader Joe's once? Uh, yes. I <laughs> usually have to get it. Sometimes uh, Aldi will have it, but usually it's the cranberries all gone. It's usually like the black cherry or yeah. well, stuff you, like that. The one time you did get it, for, I had never in my life, I'm like, yeah, I've had cranberry juice. Of course, you brought home that hundred percent stuff. <laughs> Unsweetened. My lips almost went to, I couldn't even think. That was some tart stuff. It was really good though. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, we got very creative this weekend uh, with, well, not very pretty creative with the birthday ish. So our daughter, Faye, if you've been around, you know her, she, she loves Pikachu. And I was hoping she'd somewhat like Pikachu. No, she loves Pikachu. She even tells Pikachu she loves him. So cute. So we had a birthday party for her this weekend with the the family. So what do you do for your two-year-old? You go to party city, you get the party pack with all the stuff. It was Pokemon heaven around here. We got these like Pokeball lanterns, a bunch of Pikachu balloons. Festive. It was good. We didn't overdo it, but it, w- it was very fun. So we ended up, uh, Danielle here being the Baker Deluxe actually made a cake and then had some pretty, uh, pretty good plans turning into a Pikachu uh, cake. And I, I helped out there. I hopped in, mm-hmm. took a little bit of the glory. So I apologize. It was a great cake though. Uh, was it though? I liked it. Okay. I thought the, the cake, I like made the cake part and I did the crumb coat frosting part. Mm-hmm. colored the frosting and then tom did all the piping i'm the piper yeah pied, pied piper <laughs> the pied piper Tommy um, pipers so look the cake looked just like the, the reference picture i had um but yeah i thought the cake was a little too dry mm, i don't know but, that's that's just some of that humbleness over there i enjoyed it yeah. so yeah i'm actually gonna i'm gonna post a picture of that today in the discord okay could actually probably post that on our instagram too we yeah. always say we're going to post stuff on the Instagram, and we don't. So. Yeah. The only thing we didn't do is the ears, but oh, yeah. we just have Pikachu's face. Who needs the ears when he's got his cute face? Yeah. You know it was I mean? already annoying enough to change the pipe bags with the, because I only had one. That would be something if we're going to do more piped frosting cakes. Yeah. I just get a couple more of that. The one, nozzles. Yeah. That one nozzle that we used. That was the main one we kept having when we changed colors. Yeah. Yeah, And oh, my hands, they were dyed after, you know, the blood red frosting (laughs) and then the pitch black frosting. We were thinking of what frosting should we put in between the two layers of cake? And I said red, but then I realized (laughs) you're cutting into Pikachu. You got red frosting. Maybe not the situation. Yeah. So we just kept it white. Yeah, not too shabby, not too shabby. Yeah. Let's get into a little bit of anime news so we can actually live up to being an anime podcast. You know what I mean? Sure, I actually have something today if you you don't have it. Okay, cool. Do you want to lead it off then? Sure. How exciting. Yeah, let's get right into it. So so the manga Tonakawa uh, has taken a hiatus in the... So this year's 46th issue of Shonen Weekly Jump uh, said that the magazine, the manga is going on hiatus until the 50th issue, um, claiming that the writer is shocked after chapter 236 of Jujutsu Kaisen. Don't know what that means, but he needs to take a break from writing his own manga because of what he read in Jujutsu Kaisen. Which is a very dangerous article. I had that one too. I'm glad you said that. Um, if chapter 236 <laughs> is even remotely just kind of, oh, wow, didn't see that coming. This 
this homie needs to relax. <laughs> I understand that you need to be in a creative mindset to keep writing your own thing, but it better be very good to say that this guy's like, I can't even think after that chapter. Yeah. A lot of... That, Cause that's some big promises. That's a promise. So we'll have to see on that one. But man, just that. just reading like anything about Tonakawa, I miss it so much. I, I can't wait for it to come back. Soon? I love that show. Very soon. What's yeah. your next news? You got any more? No, I just had that one. Nothing Great. else really seemed, you know, gangbusters to me. No. Well, I got to tell you what. Uh, they actually screened Crunchyrolls to screen early premieres of more anime at a convention in November. Uh, November 17th to the 19th, there's some show going on in NYC and it's going to have the world premiere of the My Next Life is a Villainous All Routes Lead to Doom film. Oh. Still haven't made it to New, to New York to go <laughs> on to Broadway, so I don't know if we'll make it to that, but mm-hmm. kind of cool in general. If you guys are more into dubs, Crunchyroll has now added the new, the new Rurouni Kenshin anime. They've added the English dub for that. So if you've been waiting, oh. now's the time. Uh. Uh, get to it, I guess. I We haven't seen it, but we're stoked to. Uh, this one is going to be just kind of pivotal news for old bastards like myself. Um, Best Buy has announced the end of their Blu-ray disc and DVD sales. Wow, it's finally happening. It's finally happening. That's the only thing I would, li- I, literally the only thing I would do when I would go to Best Buy is like, oh, you know what? Actually, I kind of want to buy that anime uh dvd so they're not even gonna have the like because they don't even have the aisles anymore i think they only had those like cardboard pop-up kiosks well and you want to talk crazy we're not talking just in store online online too holy well i guess with the modern age of streaming and buying things digitally it probably isn't worth worth absolutely i'm sure it's shrunk for sure but you know what wow close them all down close them down (laughs) they've been depressing anyways Yeah, at least by goodbye. You know what I'm saying? At least they took our um, our old computers. We didn't know what to do with the computers and laptops. That's true. Don't work anymore. And we have to pay like seventy five dollars for people to pick them up from our garbage. And I just dropped them off there. They're like, yeah, we'll take them. Like, sweet. Yeah. That is the, okay, actually Best Buy can stick around, I guess. Just <laughs> Let me at bit. least dump off the last bit of my <laughs> computer stuff. Exactly. Sweet. So any teasing Master Takagi Ooh. Uh, folks here might, uh, might be digging this, but teasing Master Takagi-san manga is getting a new spinoff in November, which is going to focus on Nishikata and Takagi's daughter <gasps> oh. in school. She looks just like her mom in this little promo thing. Super cute. Um, so we'll see. It might just be some more cuteness overload. Oh. So we're going to have to tell Michael about that. He probably already knows. <laughs> the guy's on it. Um, let's get through the last stuff pretty quick here. Just some kind of stuff that I thought the names were interesting enough. So there is something that is now, it's a light novel that's getting a TV anime called Chillin' in Another World with Level 2 Super Cheat Powers. Oh, only Level 2 though? Probably only (laughs) Level 2, but to have cheat powers, I don't know. But it's got a cute girl with like ear things. I don't know. Typical anime stuff, right? Speaking of cute girls, there's also... Another thing that's getting an anime adaption, another light novel called Private Tutor to the Duke's Daughter. Anything oh. with Duke in it, right? You know, oh, we yeah. can assume, but uh, pretty cute cover on that. Let's see. Let's see how it describes the story here. After failing the final exam for his dream job at the Royal Court, promising young sorcerer Alan, Alan, 
Alan. <laughs> and, we, and you know what? We don't get good internet videos like that anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with no. the little, we're going to be showing you okay. that one. It's like this little, uh, and I, I don't even want to, I'm going to ruin this now. It's, I don't know, it's some animal and someone dubbed their voice over it and it just okay. keeps chirping its mouth open and the guy just. It's not it. that groundhog thing, right? It might be the groundhog thing. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of the surprised Alan. one where Alan. he's turned around and then he goes. I think it is one of It's either one of those or some animal just like it. Oh, you're right. I just wrecked my knee. You're getting high. (laughs) Surprised that glass desk didn't shatter. Um, Anyways, Alan over there, sorry I'm ruining this, wants nothing more than to retreat to a simple life in the countryside, don't we all? Unfortunately for him, he can't even afford the train fare. His only solution is to get a job, but his one lead is anything but modest. Duke Howard, one of the kingdom's most powerful nobles, needs a private tutor. For his daughter, Tina. A little uh, little quintessential quintuppy action going on over here. Mm. Um, so we'll see. Despite her academic brilliance, Tina is incapable of casting even a single spell. To make matters worse, Entrick's exams for the prestigious Royal Academy are fast approaching. So we've, got, we've set the stage. We've got no time. She's unteachable. We need to teach her. And she's the daughter of a duke. I'm, I'm, I'm questioning the age gap if he's going to be a tutor and like, at least in quintuplets, they were all, you know, in the same grade together. But what's, what's the age gap here? You know what? It's that, it's that anime blindness. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's got me a little messed. Uh, We'll see. Who knows? Uh, yep. So that's good. That's good. That's good. And then last one, let's end on a bang. Let's end on a big one here. Netflix Japan announced on Thursday. That the live action series based on Yoshihiro Tagashi's Yu Yu Hakusho manga will debut worldwide December 14th. I think we oh already knew gosh. that. Oh my gosh. But hearing it again, it's a little bit closer. Guests to be announced later will attend a special screening event on the evening of December 13th. Oh. I am so stoked to watch it so that I may cry, so that I may do an episode of this podcast where we just revel in that show one more time, or <laughs> we pretend maybe it doesn't it's going to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the director of this show is the same one who did the, who directed uh, Tsukikawa. Uh, he directed the live action Let Me Eat Your Pancreas is now mm. doing this. Oh, um, da, 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 da. and someone Rio Sakaguchi, uh, the Lord of the Rings X Men is the yeah, I guess he worked on those is the VFX supervisor. Okay, okay. Oh, let's hope. <laughs> we need a little bit more hope in our lives. Let's just go ahead and say that it's not going to be the worst anime adaption. It's not going to be. It can't be worse than Cowboy Bebop. let's not let's hold our breath on that one so yeah so that's all the anime news for today it was a good batch though i think it was great yeah yeah absolutely um cool 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 so because we're talking about season two gotta always do this disclaimer so we come across as a little bit nice it's gonna be spoilers ahead okay it's a season two of a show if you didn't know what (laughs) re-zero is it's typical isekai kind of a neat dude who never leaves his place Goes to a convenience store and then ends up uh, just being transported. So I, that was probably answered and we just didn't pay attention. I don't know if he died, if he just got transferred. I don't know. Don't come to us for that. I know that's not a very good thing to start with, but ends up that he gets transported to this world and he gets to, anytime he dies in this new world, basically restarts at a certain point and just keeps going. So it's kind of the butterfly effect. 
And uh, we've seen it in several other shows, but it's pretty cool in this. So Mm -hmm. we like it a lot. Uh, We did really, really like season one, or at least I did. You were pretty good with it. I mean, yeah, I I thought season one was pretty good. Okay, good. Um, This one, yeah, when we kind of said it was highly rated, normally a lot of stuff on Mal, just because of the way averages work, it ends up at like seven, seven, three, seven, five for most shows. This is an eight, three. And this was a two-parter. Season two was two-parter, which I tell you what, if I had to wait at the middle of the season, I would have dropped it. No offense, ReZero. <laughs> okay. But the first part getting an 8.34 and the second part getting an 8.44. So decent numbers stacked on this one. Pretty, uh, pretty decent. Got our very, very popular characters. Amelia, Ram, Rem, uh, Subaru himself. And uh, we even get a nice appearance of Peteljuice who is voiced by the guy who does the Japanese Kirito, which is usually just points. That's just points, points. for me. Um, points. We'll put them on the board. <laughs> uh, so yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's a... Uh, <laughs> it was very interesting seeing a normal side to that character this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of putting some interesting concepts. So what was season two for this show? <laughs> the pacing died a bit. We We were definitely not hustling and moving like we did in the first in the first season this one more was more so a lot of character development diving into the past several things um and i'm just going to come right out with a complaint that i have there's going to be some but as because i'm sure there's people out there that are going to listen and they're gonna be like yeah i love this show i can see why it's liked i very much loved the world building i liked the as we were getting to know more about amelia and stuff the one thing is the season starts with who is Rem? Like, that's the big cliffhanger of, like, stick around this season. Let's, how are we going to figure out this Rem problem? Dog, she ends up on the clearance rack. No one cares about <laughs> Rem by episode five. And so by the end of the season, I'm like, oh, good. We're going to get somewhere with this Rem thing. We never do. She's a backpack in one episode, <laughs> which is so sad because we love Rem. Mm-hmm. And apparently, she's just a Patagonia at this point. Yeah. Patagonia backpack. They make backpacks, right? Probably. Probably. Like a lot of hiking stuff. Outdoorsy stuff. stuff. I don't know. Bad joke. We'll take it. Amelia voiced by Rhea Takahashi. We love her to death, so that's good. A lot of good voice acting chops on this one, but that was the biggest upset of the season for me was the, like, all this set up for Rem and nothing really happening from it. Let's start with, let's keep it depressing for a second. What was your least favorite thing about this new season i didn't know what the hell was happening half the time (laughs) they were very cryptic i feel like with what they were talking about and um i just i could not follow where the logic was going in the storytelling like especially after amelia beats the sanctuary yeah and she sees all the little pink hair clone girls um i can't remember what their names are um and they're like talking to each other and they're talking about what they're gonna do like with the original one of like what made all their clones and i'm like i turned to you i was like wait what did they just (laughs) (laughs) i like i couldn't i don't know i know i'm not the smartest you know i'm not the smartest anime watcher sometimes and especially as we do with all shows we're watching the subbed Um, yeah, I was, we only had to rewind a couple times for some like text that went a little too quick, but it was hard for me to follow the track or they finish it all. It's like literally, I think the last episode they're in the mansion. He gets Subaru gets knighted 
and um like they're just jibber jabbering about stuff and i'm like what what are you talking yeah the amount of times <laughs> that subaru ended up talking to rosewall in this it just felt really, like empty it, yeah, words it was and actually i had heard this and i forgot to mention this to you but i'm glad we can mention it on here obviously but it is funny because I had I had said to you about halfway through the season, I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't like the show's not doing opening songs like. Oh, yeah. It just got right into the meat and potatoes. And it would not really do an ending. Yeah. It would do the credit on screen. Exactly. So to that point, what I had heard and it totally I'm 100 percent with this was when you see that you're like, this is going to be a packed episode. No, <laughs> no, because there were stretches of certain episodes where I'm like. If this doesn't go somewhere, <laughs> I don't know what, the, I don't even know why I'm watching at this point. It was a little sad. It got a little depressing in the middle of it, but let's bring it home with some positives, right? We sure. can do that. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. Still a fun watch as long as you're binging it. Oh yeah. I, still fun for sure. Yeah. As mentioned, no. If I waited half season, this wouldn't have done. I would have been done. But the good thing is by by waiting, sticking it out, we got to see some of the best development for the most unlikely characters. Otto. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Didn't expect him to, to even care about him at any point. But the the traveling merchant or whatever ends up being one of my favorite and, and most charming characters from the season because it's one of those nice little bro moments. You know, men don't really talk about their feelings. And um, it's cool to see like a, a best bud of our main character just kind of just being like yeah like we're friends right like they're doing like this weird thing where it's like yeah you guys are friends you don't have to say this but it was just charming cute we mm -hmm. liked it um beatrice or betty mm -hmm. we didn't know why the hell she was in that room that was not a question i was asking i was more so as i said on the who's what are we doing about rem here but instead we <laughs> took it as let's figure out what's going on with betty um very cute that was one of the best moments of the final episodes was her Subaru and just kind of this whole uh in the burning library part or post that when they're defeating the bunnies post that with the bunnies which man the bunnies went from this looming danger to something so easy oh, that was yeah. pretty funny I was like well that was easy yeah, okay <laughs> um Puck for some reason not showing up and then does didn't really stand out this season but Echidna mm. I thought I was gonna hate Echidna mm -hmm. for some reason just seeing her I was like well we don't like her because she's trying to over overthrow uh, Amelia over here in the show. And she did because at certain points, I'm pretty sure both of us liked Amelia or sorry, liked Akadna more than Amelia. Amelia was so I hated when she, you know, Puck breaks their contract or the crystal mm -hmm. um, releases some of her memories. She starts, she runs off, Subaru finds her. And then they have that back and forth exchange. Another part, of the show where I was like, these, this just is like rambling words. This, none of this is really resonating with me. And I hated how Amelia kept saying, like, I, I can't remember, like, no, you don't love me. Like, why do you like this about me? Whatever. They're back and forth exchange. I was like, I would look at my watch, like, dog, this has been 10 minutes. I'm over this scene. Can we please move on? Like, mm -hmm. I'm over. yeah. But, um, and I maybe, Another point with Akedna, I don't know 
I don't think unless I didn't, I didn't fall asleep like Tom did. And I will admit I didn't wake him up unless I felt it was something pertinent to the story. Um, But, you know, we got a little bit of Echidna's backstory. I think it's Echidna. I I think I say Echidna as well. So if you guys are like sitting there boiling because that's how we say it, I'm sorry. It's just how we just how we do it. Whatever. Because I think if I'm not mistaken. The Witch of Greed. An echidna is actually, it's an animal. Oh. Or, no, an echidna. Wait a minute. Is that the same exact spelling as her name? Yeah. Is it? It's the same as, as the spiny anteater from Australia, oh. Tasmania, and New Guinea. Well, I'll tell you what, she definitely has emotional spines. She doesn't let anyone get close <laughs> to her. Anyway, sorry about that. Go ahead. But I didn't know why she hated Amelia so much during the trials when she's like, I really hate you or whatever. It's like, is it be, it's a jealousy. I think it's just like a whole slew of things that we weren't picking up because we didn't care enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I, truly, I think it was just like, I wasn't sure if it was that or I have no emotional depth. (laughs) No. And I think there was certainly something to get into here. Like obviously the big thing with season two, it's not lost on us is Subaru coming to terms with like, we went from this, this witch that gave him this curse or like this repeating life thing as being like this weird thing that kills him anytime it sees her or she, he talks about it or any of that. Suddenly he's just up in a green garden talking to all these dead witches in this different uh, realm and including her. And she looks just like Amelia, obviously. But the big message here, uh, as far as from what I could pick up is like him starting to kind of not lean on the power, start loving kind of who he is in the moment, starting to actually like care. He needs to care in the way of, it can't just be a quick escape for him because theoretically if you were to take it to like real life things, it's like someone just getting out of their problems by just doing a quick thing, getting out and not caring about the feeling of others. Obviously very much exaggerated here, but yeah, anytime he would just off himself or he'd do something to just restart, he's not understanding in that universe. And it's shown to him through these trials of, you know, like then people are like finding you and then they're sad and you're causing this chaos for them. So it's just a big grow up moment for our main character. Certainly not a man um, with a way with words throughout the series. And that continues. He's still just a dumb lug, but aren't we all right? So I think it was charming. I think it was very cool to then as much as that's the pivotal portion of the show is like, oh, go back, repeat. Let's get the perfect scenario. It is cool to see that kind of growing up in a character of like, because I mean, think about it. We've only got one life and a lot of people want to escape. They want to get into their video games. want to do that. Any escape you can get into to like not pay attention. And this is someone growing up and be like, no, I kind of got to head on, face this stuff and let's get right into it. And that's exactly what uh, Natsuki Subaru is. Very cute episode with him and his family, too. That was charming. Mm-hmm. A lot of good episodes throughout season two. And Just, that's, yeah. that's where I would say, I think, cover to cover. Uh, enjoyable to watch. I just feel like other than breaking the barrier of the sanctuary and some personal growth developments between, I guess all the characters besides Rem got a little (laughs) bit of like um, some development on their personality and their goals and, you know, desire of like what they want in life. I feel like, actually moving the story forward with you know the selection that amelia is going to be in or anything with rem yeah and all of the other um 
what are they called? Sin apostles or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of just put on pause. We saw a little bit of, who was that? The sloth? He wasn't MV, right? The guy in white. Oh, that we yeah, saw the Amelia's. caravan that ends up attacking them. Yeah, it was yeah. gluttony and sloth, I think. Okay. Or no, gluttony and greed, I think. No, isn't isn't Akedna the witch of greed? Uh, so I knew oh, that they weren't the grit. same. Well, no, no, there's witches and then there's the apostles. Oh, that's true. Which is another thing I, I also don't understand. I, it's just, you know, who knows? Chain of command. It, honestly, if we were way, way more into this show, I'm sure we would have. Some of this can be user error, and that's why I never consider what we say to be reviews. It's just, I mean, obviously what you're hearing is kind of what we think about the show. Yeah. And another thing I thought was also very interesting was seeing Beetlejuice back when Amelia. (laughs) Yes. Well, no, the funny Um, thing is I said Beetlejuice uh, to Michael on the phone or whatever, and he's like, Ramana Conti, uh, Beetlejuice? I'm like, we call him Beetlejuice around here, (laughs) you know, because it is Beetlejuice. Yeah. So juice, uh, <laughs> as Amelia boy. as Amelia calls him, but yeah. um, wish. Obviously, you know they didn't, but we saw where the switch happened, where he would have, where he, yeah. you know, unla- un- unlocked his uh, green skin uh, psychopathy. Yeah, but I wish we saw a little bit more of the progression because we see him fighting for the love that he wants. And then we know what he was last season when Subaru had to fight him. So very interesting. Maybe we will. I mean, it did seem to be pretty pivotal to Amelia's past and we do have a season three coming out. I don't know when, but it has been announced that that will be getting one. Mm -hmm. So will we watch it? Probably. I think we're, uh, (laughs) the fact that we were able to sit through this type of a season, this was rough and this was long though. This felt longer than 24. Yeah. 25. it's 25 episodes. It's it was 13 episodes in the first part and then 12 in the second. Okay, then yeah, certainly. And it sounds like we were pulling teeth to watch it. It's just like it I just had trouble I was invested, but I had trouble like getting motivated to watch it. I was almost just exhausted from watching it. So maybe the maybe the break did help viewers. Maybe we were on the wrong side of this. Maybe <laughs> it's not a binge show. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe take that break. Put give yourself a hiatus. Mhm. I don't know. I, at this point, all I know is, and maybe it's just that this has been in the back of my head. I know MF Ghost is released. Or it's, yeah, it's MF Ghost, right? Is what? MF Ghost. The, the, the new car show. Yeah, MF Ghost. Oh, okay. Whew. I can't remember. For some reason I said it, I'm like, why does that not sound right? But it is right. It's the, it's the spiritual sequel. Or no, I think it might even just be a sequel to Initial D. So. Oh. Initial D. Man, I love that show. (laughs) Great show. Speaking of things I love, and actually we shared it on the, uh, just very subtly on the Discord. No one likes to make a, we don't want to make a statement, you know what I'm saying? But um, even though we were like, you know what, we'll open it so that we can show us opening it on the Instagram. And then we realized, man, we just don't care. So we just finally, in in the spirit of having a long weekend, we opened up both of our Nendoroids. We got a Pecorin and Kokoro from... Princess Connect, which was great. They are so cute right next to each other. And I think I may need to get the Carol one, even though <laughs> we know how we feel about Carol around here. I don't know. We feel a certain way about Carol, but I guess everyone else is freaking obsessed. Everyone does love her. I mean, it's cat girl's cute. She is cute. She did actually, season two gave her some, she was a lot better in season two. It's you couldn't just see like, me. I just rolled my eyes. Yeah, Daniel's <laughs> just like people. People change. Anime characters change, <laughs> even though she was pretty much a villain. 
pretty pretty <laughs> solidly a villain but yeah a cat um, with no backbone exactly but the big one being that we actually unboxed our Saikano racing megami got that one for a freaking steal still expensive as i think that puts her at the most expensive figure we own just just slightly mm. 70 was kind of our range we got gone when we were in japan for 70 tamaki i got her at half bright half price for i think 65 or 70 this one yeah is, she probably she probably is yeah this one ended up at 80 bucks which is like oh my god for plastic i hate doing it but <laughs> i gotta tell you what big fan of that one it's the little things too because it's normally 160 to 180 somewhere in that range this this figure but we found um shout out big bad toy store i think it's in wisconsin i don't know but hey flat flat rate shipping fee of four dollars four bucks and it came i we suddenly there's a fedex guy on our i'm like oh yes yeah, so i'll take like a a week or two to get to us. No, it was like two days later it showed up. Granted, we're right next to Wisconsin. So, hmm. well, not right next. It, words. It doesn't matter. Nothing <laughs> matters. Um, but it's that it's just the little things because it is an actual more expensive. You do get little things that are nice. Like it's got her hat. It doesn't just sit on like our cheap little things over here. No, it's a magnetic to her head. It's great. It's a great mm-hmm. figure. Looks good. It's actually the first figure that I'm like, I don't want dust on this thing. So I need to get a damn shelf. Yeah, an enclosed display case. An enclosed shelf vacuum. No (laughs) air allowed. Could you imagine carrying that much? I mean... We don't, but could you imagine, though? I I could. That'd be... Sounds expensive. Yeah, probably. Anyway. um, Favorite part of the weekend for you? What what was... uh, Because we we did a lot. So Friday was her actual birthday. We went to the Shed Aquarium. Mm -hmm. We did notice something about our family is that we are very prone to <laughs> picking days that a, a damn school field trip is showing up at these locations. So um, went downtown to the Shed Aquarium. Awesome. It is, it's a great spot. We love seeing, because here's the thing. Faye goes to Meyer and sees the fish in the little tank. Blows her mind. I'm like, just you wait. Your head's going to explode because we're going to go see sharks and all this stuff. And yeah. We were a little disappointed at first because, yeah, getting there, we had to stay in line with all these kids, but they were all being very sweet. These twins were holding hands and saying, oh, hi to Faye. Everyone was being so sweet. Uh, so can't complain there, but getting in just took a while. And then when we did, we went to like, we di- went down one section and it was really lame. Well, I hope that because it's under construction right I think now. they're redoing that part. Too. They got to because the way you to get around is absolutely crazy it's abysmal you have to walk basically one direction if you want to go to like certain parts you have to walk all the way back not very thought not good but then once we actually went upstairs way better you get to see the things uh my my favorite part was the reef part the reef was great but yeah like when we went down and it had the tanks even overhead too Mm -hmm. that's sick Mm -hmm. uh i was talking to michael so remember we went into that one like wing and you could pet those certain they mm. weren't shark they almost look like mini sharks but they're these fish they're very tame and you could just mm. reach in and pet these big fish mm-hmm. excuse me had a tender burp <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I had a lot of pizza this weekend and i'm feeling it uh and so michael was telling me this is only within the past two years i hope he doesn't mind me saying this you guys don't want no michael it doesn't matter i guess he was like he like me it's it's sensory he's like mm, i gotta let me pet this thing but he's a little nervous about it so he puts his hand in there, I guess, and he was like looking at someone, oh, and then no. one that he wasn't expected brushed against him. I guess he went, which just kind of <laughs> let out a yelp. And the, the person working there was like, "Oh, it's something, it's something wrong." He goes, "Oh no, it just surprised me." He goes, "Oh, so you're a wimp?" 
No. I think he said something along those lines to him. He told me the story. It was pretty funny. Oh my gosh. Shout out, Michael. I would have done the same thing. Well, we could have pet the um, starfish. I wasn't about that. I wanted to grab a jellyfish by the tendrils. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's get in there. I want to see how much the little ones actually shock. Come on. I want to test the pee thing. <laughs> Do you th- I mean, people say it, but. They were just talking about that. So we had our family over yesterday, Sunday for Faye's party. We were just talking about pee at Faye's birthday party. That's right. (laughs) So peeing on the jellyfish jellyfish thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a myth. Because we were talking about um, ticks. I guess my dad was saying you could put, that's why we're talking about the jellyfish thing. Oh. Is because my. I only overheard. Yeah. My dad ended up having a tick on his thigh the other day. He was like, (gasps) yeah, not a fan of taking that out of your leg. I go, yeah, me too. I'm a real (laughs) tough guy and that shit makes me squeal. (laughs) But no, yeah, getting a tick. Oh, I, ooh, they're gross. I hate the shit out of them. They're gross. Oh. Um, but no, I guess you put Vaseline. They breathe. When they have their head in you, they're breathing out of their butthole. <laughs> okay. So if you put Vaseline over them, it like suffocates them and then they let up. Ah. Supposedly. I like waking. Is that what he did? I don't know. Oh. I should have probably stayed for the whole story, but I was in full host mode. Ah. You know, bouncing around. Don't you? I love hosting, but I hate hosting. Hey guys, come over for the party that I'm not going to remember. It's like, a, it's like your <laughs> wedding day, you know, it's like, which I remember our wedding pretty good, but yeah, it's like you host this big party for the families and then you're like, it was a blur. I can't even, I can't even remember eating. It's like, was it fun then? Should you have spent that much on it then? I don't know. Yeah. That was worth it. I think we had a good wedding. I was pretty tired. I was tired before everyone even Dude. came and I should have taken a nap. I know. <laughs> I, honestly, I should have, um, we should have done the podcast before we got married because then we could have invited everyone with a secret code word in the podcast well, that would have been um, sick that would have been dope a big <laughs> shout out we're always shouting them out uh but they're uh good friends of ours we got uh k bookworm and uh Wheelman. Wheelman 5000 i don't think he's got numbers <laughs> but it sounds dope um some of our homies from indiana they sent Faye a lovely birthday gift and our first ever graded pokemon card in this household we let gotta, me correct tom not ours it's face okay no, tom in get this your... household here's the thing <laughs> okay here 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 i don't care she's two she has to play with any of my shit so it's ours i'm gonna claim <laughs> i can at least look at it okay yeah. so uh but yeah the first ever graded card has entered this household and then she had some decent polls on the other packs yeah she had some pretty good some ones. two packs and a picture of their cat because she loves their cat chopper mm-hmm. what a great cat name too yeah He's fluffy. Yeah. So no, it was was a great weekend. I think uh, hitting the ground running on Friday, going to the shed. That was good. Even had Dippin' Dots at the shed. Oh, I can't remember the last time I had Dippin' Dots. I would always have them at like the Kane County Cougars, like local baseball thing. And you get them in the baseball cap. Oh. Oh yeah. Little you. It's those mini plastic baseball caps. And as a kid, I'm like, well, I want to wear that. So it's like, (laughs) it's not it's too small for your head, idiot. <laughs> but here I am. I'm going, I want to eat it so I can put it on my head. And well, you don't think there's ice cream in there. You're going to put that on your head? No, your mom's going to yell at you. So don't do that. <laughs> so it doesn't really make any sense. But kids will be kids. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? So yeah, that into a very rainy Saturday. Very unfortunate. We were going to take some pictures, family pictures. Good buddy Joe was going to come out and help us with that. But we're going to do that next weekend. You guys sick of what we're talking about yet? Hello? <laughs> I don't even know if they're there. That's okay. Um, anything else about ReZero? I feel like we just <laughs> shit on it. But, um, that was such a great segue back into the show. Thank you, darling. Um, no, I think, I think good. Who, would, who, um, who earned the most credit from you this, this season? 
Who Ooh. took who took the oh I'm happy to see them on screen award. Hmm. I mean we love Ram, but she just kind of did Ram stuff, so uh, nothing out of the ordinary there. See, I was gonna maybe say Ram. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um. Hmm. I did like the witch tea party scenes. Those were oh. great with Echidna. Yeah, which, so which witch is your favorite? Which witch? <laughs> um, I'm going to say, well, do we want aesthetically or overall? Uh, we'll do overall and aesthetically. Okay, overall, it's Echidna. Oh. She got that spice. Okay. And you see her the most. We don't know about the other ones. I do like the okay. happy-go-lucky punch things to fix them, girl. Uh, okay, yeah. Um. <sighs> But when she's being like a big sludge monster, I kind of like the one that gives Subaru's. But I don't know. All the witches were pretty cool. And aesthetically, I got to tell you, the uh, was it Gluttony, the one that's like in a spider cage that's blindfolded or whatever? Um, yeah. She's like a little lolly. She was pretty cool looking. But um, I don't know. I think it's pretty basic. But I'm going to say a kid. And I liked her albino eyelashes. And Okay. I think I kind of liked... Was it Sloth? She was just lying there. She yeah, was that was pretty she cute. Was pretty yeah. funny. Um, Typhon was kind of cool. She was a little, little one. When she just rips off Subaru's arm. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, that thing was insane. Satella um, is the one that gives him the power. I do like Satella because a little bit of that mystery was was uh, kind of peeled back, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping, oh, here. I was hoping for... Um, more of the pictures. Yeah, I guess I did like the, I did like how she talked. Um, Daphne was the one in the, in like the coffin with the restraints. Yeah. Uh, the gluttony one. She was, and when her like spiky teeth, when she, when she would talk to Subaru, there were a couple of times she would like would lick her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, she was pretty funny. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I. Because we didn't really, as you said, we didn't really see them all with a lot of Well, and such context, a low-key witch was Pandora, oh. the witch of vanity. She was a good little villain. That little segment with her and just, like, the amount of mental chaos she was having on them back in, like, that old story from... Uh, Amelia's past. Amelia's past. That was pretty messed up, and that's actually... That was a, the old bait-and-switch to its most literal form made it look like... Uh, mother, whatever her name was, was both, whatever. She got freaking blasted through her chest, got absolutely handled. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, which another thing, you know, they, she wanted Amelia to open up that door mm-hmm. and I don't know, just a lot. They brought up a lot of stuff that I don't know if they're going to give resolution in season three, like her village that's frozen over Amelia's village that's frozen over, you know, when oh, she yeah. kind of went ape shit. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff where it's just like, can you, can you close these doors for me? Cause I kind of, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, love. And this goes to show you can always dig deep if you go onto like the wikis and stuff. Cause it's like, where do you even get this info? It's maybe, mm. maybe it's the manga or maybe this is just someone making this shit up. But I do love in the trivia for Echidna, uh, her birthday's in January. We like that January birthday. Shout out. <laughs> uh, she's the only witch to be born with her witch factor. Cool. But oh. this one is like, who wrote this? Echidna's favorite color was silver, and her preference for black clothing stemmed from someone once telling her that it suited her. What? When was that? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, maybe in the light novel or yeah, or the manga or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Interesting. Now, they also didn't explicitly say, and again, I don't know if it's because I missed it, but who Amelia's mom is. Is well, it? Yeah, is I, it? I, I think she would basically. Because they look identical. Man, I don't know. We got to dig deep. We got to figure this out. And that's why it's like, again, we can't give it a proper, proper review, but oh, I don't know. I don't know. Overall, glad we watched it, but just glad that we're done with mm-hmm. it because I've got other things. I got other fish to fry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what are we going to watch next then? What's, what's on our docket? I don't know. You're going to be mad if I say one because then we'll end up watching and then you'll say that you never get to pick. No, just say it. <laughs> I was in a mood. No, I know. I'm just kidding. It was a yolk. It was a yolk. We don't. Yeah. Um, like, are you want to watch a new? I mean, we could start Jujutsu maybe. Oof, that's still going though. It's. I, I don't I know. Think it's I don't want to. In January. I don't want it to like stop what I'm doing around here based on something happening in Jujutsu. <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some stuff has finished up that I think would be cool to check out. We do also got to get to reading that manga we got to set a date in the discord for the manga yes i do so we got to do that today uh we'll be will we be starting tokyo revengers season three is that started <laughs> up <laughs> yeah no October way. 4th. Oh supposedly boy. i'm looking at the fall what's coming out supposedly it started well, i think we've gotten enough racked up from the last two i don't know <laughs> if we should watch anything that's current current as much as it would be good for folks who are watching it but i think we just need to do a pick through something that has finished in the past couple months. So, yeah, gotta tell you, looking through the fall schedule, not too, you know, and I'm just going by uh, covers here. Nothing. And then I'll, you know, based on the cover, I'll read the synopsis. Not really interested in many things going on in fall. No. Well, that's good. That gives us time to grip and rip. I mean, we got to get back onto bleach. Oh my gosh, we still haven't finished that rescue arc. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Poor, woe is us. Poor us. But no, I think we'll, let's, we can just check. I mean, people have been giving us their awesome little reviews in our Discord too. So we can base it off of that. The homies are being re- like ghost leaves full on like write ups and it's awesome. Oh, that's right. So we got to check that out for sure. Well, I have, um, as many of you may have seen in the Discord, the video of Faye having a debut on the microphone <laughs> yeah um i know what anime we should watch with her and then we can actually have her on the podcast dog signal oh dog signal so a dog trainer's job is to bring dogs and people together miu uh as oh miu an indecisive young man meets niwa a miracle worker dog trainer while walking the dog uh forced on him by his ex-girlfriend the chance encounter will greatly change Mew's life. Thus begins the story of growth of a new dog trainer. Well, I, that, or she is making, she's That's, rampaging through the first season of Pokemon. Oh, uh, yeah. So we are ripping and a tearing all the wild all women. All the wild women. All the <laughs> wild women. Yeah, ain't that the truth. But yeah, no, so definitely excited. This one was, this one was kind of, this one got to us. I don't know how, I, because we enjoyed it. I, it's a very complex feeling. I don't know really how to say it. but mm-hmm. It's like a love-hate. I yeah. kind of love it, and I kind of hate it. Exactly. And isn't that anime in general? What a beautifully poetic way to end it. <laughs> Danielle, anything else to close? Are we good? Uh, no. Perfect. No, I think, I think we're good. Well, if you guys have made it to this point, you know what I'm going to say. 
because it's only the real homies that get to this point. We, you must be a true friend of the show if you've made it to here, and we thank you for your support, and we thank you for joining us each and every time. Obviously, join up, talk to us in the Discord, let us know anything you like or don't like about the show. Helps us get a little bit better of a product out there. You know what I'm saying? And all that good stuff. We are massive fans of you, and we hope that you're somewhat a fan of us. Have a great start to the week, uh, and, and, and we'll catch you next Monday. Danielle, go ahead and send them out. Bye, guys.